You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. The question Bree and I get a lot is, who would be your dream guest to bring on the show to interview? I would always say, I would love to have Mia Hamm. So the fact that this is happening, you have no idea it's a dream come true. I've literally been saying it for years. Years and years. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. This is the Nikki and Bree Show. All right, everyone. So today we have the most incredible, very special... Nikki and Bree show for you. You guys have no idea. If I don't talk during this episode, it means I am beyond starstruck. But I'm going to try to keep my cool because we literally have one of my, the guests is what I'll say. So when I've been asked 
about who do you want on the podcast? Because that's a question a lot of podcasters get. Who's the dream guest? Right. You all know I've always said Mia Hamm and Taylor Swift. Those are the two women I would love to bring on an interview. And Bree's always said Oprah and Angelina Jolie. You're not going to believe who we have on today. Well, let me just tell you this. My sister had two posters on her wall. Okay, yeah. Marilyn Monroe. No, I had three. And then this next No, I had four. Oh, four. Yeah, you're right. We're from the 90s, so you, we, our whole I, walls I, were covered with I had with Marilyn Monroe, Brad Pitt from Legends of the Fall. Oh, yes. Kurt Cobain. That's right. And our next guest, yep. she was one of the four, Mia Hamm. I mean. I mean, we only have two-time Olympic gold medalist, two-time FIFA Women's World Cup champion on our show. I mean. I could keep going. A woman who took it to Michael Jordan and a very famous commercial. A woman who took it to the world and was a part of an era where women finally got massive endorsement deals, where women got Title IX passed, where women made women's sports important, actually made the whole world stop what they were doing and watch. You just gave me goosebumps. I know. She is like, I mean, the goat of the goat. Like, incredible icon. And, you know, she's just coming on the Nikki and Bree show in a few minutes. So <laughs> you all definitely want to stick around for this. We are super excited. And what's amazing is, of course, we got to dive in with Mia and we got to talk about the memories and all that. But what I love is she's coming on as well to talk about her brother who had passed away, who had a rare disease, and now she does a lot for the bone marrow transplant community. So... Really yeah. excited to dive into I that. Am. So we can say that Christmas came early for you. I know it's around the Girl, corner. This but... is like birthday <laughs> gift. I'm telling you, I don't know if it's because I was at Taylor Swift night last night and everything that like is involved with Taylor Swift, it feels like it turns to gold or magic happens. And now we have Mia Ham here. Don't know what it is, but it's something. But I'm just going to say it's it's the universe. It's, it's right. God. It, it's it it's is our angels. In, it's incredible. But <laughs> tell everyone right now what is going on inside your stomach because I feel like that's where everything, um, all the feelings really start. You, this is what's going to happen. You will more than likely when she comes on right now, you'll probably have to ask the first question, or I will. But that's what's going on in my head right now. And my, what's going on too is we have Mia Ham literally in the waiting room. So I so say take a break and let it. her on. Yes, that's right. So we're going to take a quick <laughs> break, and when we come back. We are going to have Mia Ham. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products 
as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPeat.com. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one, and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. How's it going? Good. Good. So Mia, I have a confession to make. Oh, no. I know. So having this podcast, we've been podcasting for about five years now, maybe a little more. And a question Brie and I get a lot is, who would be your dream guest to bring on the show to interview? And so I would always say, I would love to have Mia Hamm or Taylor Swift. And Brie would always say, Oprah, Angelina Jolie. So the fact that this is happening, you have no idea. It's a dream come true. I literally have been saying it for years. Years and years. Is Taylor coming on? Because that would be amazing. I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean. Well, you unlocked that box. So we're thinking if we got Mia Ham, then that means the rest are going to follow. <laughs> Let's go. Let's yes. go. So Mia, Bree, and I, we grew up 
competitive soccer players. And in our era of playing soccer, you were just such a massive inspiration to us. We were in the era of what, like early to mid 90s. And I just remember when we were in middle school, especially just sitting and watching you play in the World Cup team and just the doors that you opened for us at such a young age and believing in ourselves and knowing what we can do was so incredible. So we are just truly honored for you to be here with us today. I mean, we still to this day always talk about your and Michael Jordan's commercial. Anything (laughs) that you can do, I can do better. And that's what you made us women and well, young girls feel growing into that. So yes, thank you for that. But, you know, November is a big month for you. Yeah. And we're, we're so excited to have you on the podcast so you could tell us about your partnership with Insight and how much the bone marrow transplant community means to you. Yeah. So I, I partnered with Insight. I've been, like you said, I've been an advocate for the bone marrow transplant community for a very long time, over 20 plus years. My older brother, Garrett, passed away after complications from a bone marrow transplant. And this opportunity came to continue to raise awareness and help patients and their families who are about to undergo BMTs about graft-versus-host disease, GBHD. That's a life-threatening potential chronic condition that can occur after bone marrow transplant. And just really to help them understand and be their own advocates about any, any change in their overall health, the way they're feeling. To contact their medical team uh, so they can be proactive about, you know, kind of mitigating some of the complications and, you know, incredibly grateful because I know when my brother was going through it, we didn't know a lot, but, you know, there is more information now and uh, this incredible website that Insight has done, gbhdnow.com slash bands. Because I know these patients and their families need support. It's mm-hmm. it's a long battle. And any way we can inspire them to continue to fight is really important. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And I think that's so great that you bring it awareness. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes I feel like so many people don't know where to go, where to get the help. And when people are going through it, sometimes they feel like they're alone. So I think it's amazing, this community you're building and the awareness you're bringing. Definitely. And, you know, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, I I have a question for you, Mia. When you were in that era of the 1996 Olympics and World Cup team, did you realize like the impact like you were having on this young generation of women and the path you were paving? Because I feel like at that time, we had maybe some pop culture icons, but we never had like strong female athletes. And you were really at the forefront at that. I think slowly you did. The more people that would come out to our trainings and then come to our games, you know, there was definitely a high pitched scream on the sidelines and asking for <laughs> autographs, but we loved it and we embraced it. And I, I think, you know, we always talked about those young girls, like, seeing themselves in us Mm -hmm. was really important and you know letting them them know like we were more alike than we were different like I had you know doubts I was scared I was nervous you know I wasn't the best technically so I really had to work on that that it's okay to mess up you know to make them understand that failure is a part of growth and you know, you kind of dust yourself off, get back up and try again, because 
you see the value in that growth in yourself. You also see the opportunity and the responsibility to your teammates. And, you know, as I was a player, I looked up to them so much. And, you know, all the different leadership styles we had on that team, all the different personalities, which I loved, you know, mm-hmm. thank God they weren't all like me, kind of super serious and emotional yeah. that <laughs> we had, you know, we had a Brandy, we had a Julie Foudy, uh, we had a Brianna Scurry, a Michelle Akers that just kept everything, mm-hmm. you know, real. And I love the fact that showing up every single day in practice was going to be competitive, but so much fun. You know, we went after it. And, and I think that was important for young girls to see as well. Yeah. And, you know, so I loved it when people came out to our trainings because they saw how hard we worked and mm-hmm. they saw us fight for every ball and not apologize for it. When you get to play in the game, that's kind of the culmination of all that work. And you're really just celebrating the opportunity to compete. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because when you bring up Michelle Akers, she did this specific run that was, I think, what, an hour where you had to go, was it 10 yards, oh, 20 Michelle yards? Acres run. It was awful. It awful. was awful. So our coach made us do that in the summers. He goes, we're doing the Michelle Akers run. And this became a thing. And I was like, and why did we she grew have up in to Arizona. create this? Which was incredible. But I'm happy to know you guys had to do the Michelle Akers run too. Yeah. So she started, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> She was kind of the first pro, and I and I say that just from the standpoint, not that she she was the first one to get a shoe endorsement, mm-hmm. but she started training like a pro. Like everything, every part of her day was about getting better as a soccer player. Where the you know the pre and post rehab rehab to this fitness, you know this anaerobic fitness deepening that we did and yeah it was the scary thing about her fitness was it was like physically it wasn't incredibly taxing while you were doing it just it's mm-hmm. kind of like the beep test just at some point you just go your body just says I'm had enough like mm-hmm. <laughs> like your brain's going no I can keep going and your body doesn't respond and you're like I I have no idea what's happening right now I'm having this out-of-body experience but it made us better and I think anytime you introduce your body to a new type of fitness it's it's like whoa hold on a second like I want to ease into this and and that fitness you couldn't it was the rest got shorter as well as the distance but then you had to be more explosive so like you start Mm -hmm. off 100 yards and you're like cruising Mm -hmm. and then At 40 yards, you're cutting your leg, your quads are like, what is going on? And then the last, the 10 yarders are just a killer. Oh, killer. Yeah. And it was like the competition between your players, right? Because you're like, okay, I can't be last. And I don't even want to yeah. be in the middle. Like, I want to be at the top. And we're, I mean, I think we all are very extremely competitive. So I would just have this pressure on myself of like, you got to stay at the top. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll never and I felt that. like, because I was center mid, Everyone expected me to have the great endurance, which I did. No, but then you I should have that as that a center pressure. Mid, so. <laughs> but it was, I felt like someone always threw up. I'm like, and it, probably because we did it in Arizona, but I felt like someone always threw up. I don't know how, like, <laughs> I remember being in Arizona at the end of May and I was like, oh, I'm going to, this was when I was done competing. It's like, I'm going to go for a run. 
was like nine in the morning and I started oh. my run and I was like, okay, it's not so bad. But I started noticing like I wasn't sweating at all. <laughs> You're just and getting I was really like, hot. Yeah, just getting really hot. And by the time I got back to the house, like my body just let go of all the water that was inside mm -hmm. of me and I started sweating and, and I was like, what is happening? And then my head hurt and I was pretty much done for the rest of the day. I'm like, this is dangerous. Like right. no one should be running outside. No. So, I mean, hats off to you. All. I don't yeah. know how you we do used it. to have to meet at like 6am for practice, but uh, you would be drained by 7.30am just being out there. And, and we, your whole day, you just want to sleep. Yeah, you would feel, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was your feeling like? And I know I'm asking a lot of questions from, you know, this era, but I'm just so excited to have you here. When you got the call knowing like, okay, we're going to have you and Michael Jordan do these commercials and this is what it's about. Like, what was that feeling getting that phone call? It was intimidating because I... I had done a small spot with, with Gatorade prior to that. And then um, they came and said, we have this idea of you and Michael kind of competing. And I was like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> and they're like, no, seriously. Like, he's totally signed off on it. And he's cool with it. And so we both went to University of North Carolina. And it was, one, just to, of who he was professionally, but then to have that connection at Carolina and to know everything he's done since then, I was, it was like an older brother basically saying, Hey, I think you're cool enough oh. to be in this ad with me. So I was, I was geeking out and he made it so much fun. Like there was one point, I think we did compete a little bit too hard, but <laughs> I was just so grateful just to kind of hang out with him and, and learn from him and talk to him. And Gatorade was such an important partner in, in my life. During the mid-90s, I wasn't, you know, we didn't really have contracts with U.S. soccer. So I was able to take care of myself through my sponsorship. So Gatorade, you know, stepped up and they always made me feel so special and important. And I think, you know, that spot... They, they were talking about all the sports we were going to compete in. And I was just laughing. Like, I was like, all right. I mean, the, the whole tennis back and forth. Oh, yeah. We started off really easy hitting the ball. And then by the end, we were just trying to hit it as hard as we could at each other. <laughs> I love that about that athletes. Is, do your, like, twin girls just look at you and think you're the coolest ever? Not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> They're like... They're like, don't sing around me or my friends. Don't. Yeah, and I, I think in the end, you're just mom. And right. they didn't get, get to see me compete. Uh, I think that would be different. They more think that my friends are cool than <laughs> me. <laughs> but that's okay. That's the way it should be. Like, yeah. right. And I think all our parents embarrass us in a way. No. Oh my gosh. For sure. That's my kids. I can tell. Oh like, yeah. They're it's... the same. Well, you know, we're identical twins. Are your twins identical? No, they're not. They're fraternal. Okay. Very, very different. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It is. No, it's great. And do they play soccer? Well, one plays a little bit. She, all of them played at some point, but mm -hmm. none of them are like, oh, I love soccer. Yeah. <laughs> 
gotcha. but, but that's okay. Like I didn't follow. My dad was a pilot. I didn't become a pilot. My mom was a ballet dancer and I definitely did not have the flexibility to do that. Yeah. So we all have different things that pulls at our heartstrings. And- For sure. And I do think it's amazing to see your kids blossom so differently. Like I love seeing my kids being so different than me. Like it, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, where did that come from? Like where did that love for it? Like my daughter, crazy fashionista, very artistic, like everything she does. And I'm like, wow, like where in DNA did that come from? But it That's is, it's cool. fun to, yeah, it's fun to see how different they are from us. And even like my husband, I think it's really neat to see that. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear a fun fact with regards to the wrestling world? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I grew up in mostly in Texas. And we lived on Randolph Air Force Base. Mm. There was a wrestler named Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So he is from the area. I went to high school, the same high school as my oldest sister. And he and his buddy would kind of throw each other off the edge of the pool. Like, (laughs) his his last name was Hickenbotham. Shawn Hickenbotham. Wow. So he would have younger kids come over because it was looked like so much fun and i was one of the kids he would throw like off the top turnbuckle into the pool yeah yeah that is incredible i mean yeah to get thrown in by now one of like the greatest in history like Shawn michaels was it crazy crazy to you to see like what he ended up becoming and what he is Yes, because like I was watching one time and I was like, Shawn Michaels. I was like, oh my God, he looks a lot like Sean Hickenbotham, like from <laughs> Randolph. Yeah. And so I'm texting my sister and they're like, yeah, I think Michael was his middle name. Mm-hmm. And it was him. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. Oh my you know, God. great for him. Yeah. And he, and he cool said, story. if you look in, in the yearbook, he, he wanted to be a professional wrestler. Wow. wow. And he did it. Now he's a legend. I know. Yeah. We we've got we've done some work with Sean. We were at WWE at the same time and he's just incredible guy. Now he's a coach and he's helping the youth there at WWE and but Bree and I, I mean, I remember when we started to do shows with he DX and us and I, we just look at each other and we're like, are we really on the same card wrestling on the same show as DX? That's like crazy. Shawn Michaels. It was so wild. It was. That was like our beginning years of wrestling. And I just, it was, yeah, he's one of the best. Definitely one of, has been one of the most entertaining wrestlers. But what a story. I mean, you were yeah. at the beginning. Right. Oh my I gosh. was like in the early 80s, like 80, 81. Oh my goodness. So yeah. out of all the places you lived, because your dad had to travel around, right? Being in the mm-hmm. military. What's been your favorite place, like your youth or even now that you lived? Oh, man. I mean, you know, growing up, like in terms of Air Force bases, Randolph was probably one of the coolest. Because I think, you know, as an officer's kid, we felt we had a really big house and we've driven by it since then. I was like, wasn't so big (laughs) but you had this huge yard and I think there was a certain amount of freedom you felt on air force bases like once you go inside the gates like we just rode our bikes everywhere walked everywhere 
And when your dad was an officer, he kind of felt like you're a big deal. Yeah. Even though you you had no pull whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think, yeah, I I remember, you know, loving living there. I learned Chapel Hill where I went to school. I just, you know, we live in Southern California now. And you can't beat the weather. But I just miss those tree-lined street runs with a little bit of rain kind of. You know, every now and then coming through the the canopy of trees. Mm. And yeah, so I, I'd probably say Chapel Hill is one of my favorite places. Where in Italy? In Florence. Florence. Florence, you lived yeah. there for a bit, and that's like where you picked up the game of soccer. Yeah, that's where my dad learned about it. So my parents, there were my two older sisters and myself. So I think I was about one, one and a half when we moved over there. And he was getting his master's um, in international studies at the university in, in Florence. Wow. And so my parents were in their late 20s. And it's not like they lived in a dorm with a bunch of Americans. They were in this small pensione um, living amongst Florentines. And so they knew they had take, gone to language school and learned a little bit of Italian. But there was a neighbor that would take him to games and he kind of fell in love with the sport. And then as we got older and came back to the States, uh, we started playing a lot more. So, you know, that, that time was kind of pivotal in terms of my, my parents not knowing much about soccer and and finding love for it. Wow. Wow. Was it love at first sight for you? So when I was able to play, we had adopted my, my two brothers, my older brother, Garrett, and I just, I remember I was about four and a half, almost five when he was adopted. And I just thought he was the coolest. Like, mm. like if, if I could have made a poster and people said, whose poster do you have up on your wall? I'd be like, my brother. Oh, you know, I was, I was sporty and I was a good athlete and he was an amazing athlete. And so I think I'd go to his practice and watch him and my sister, older sister, they were about the same age. And my dad would let me hang out and help shag balls. And I just was hoping he'd be like, hey, do you want to jump in? I'd be like, yes. Because I couldn't sign up till I was five. Couldn't officially play till you were five. And then, you know, but I played a bunch of different sports growing up. Kind of whatever my friends were doing, whether it was basketball, baseball, softball. Not good at volleyball. So I really didn't take that up. But Mm. yeah, just sports were a big part of kind of, our family, but more so my relationship with my my brother Garrett. That's and did Garrett he he was he able to make the ninety six Olympics? Yeah, he he came to the Olympics in ninety six and then he passed away in April of ninety seven. So he was really sick at the time. We didn't think he was gonna be well enough to travel and was able to travel. So it was one of the the best memories that we have together that I remember. And so in 96, we won the gold medal. And of course I get chosen for drug testing. It's like, (laughs) it was inevitable. And it takes you forever because you're like, you just sit there drinking, you know, Gatorade, water, whatever you can, just to use the restroom, get the test over. And so I was one of the last ones to the, kind of post party, like where all the family and friends gather, like he had set up. 
And my brother just stood outside waiting for me in the van till I got there. And, you know, it was the best hug I've ever received. He just told me how proud he was of me and just incredibly grateful he was able to be a part of that. Not, not just for our relationship, but, you know, he brought my immediate family, but extended family together for that run. So it was, it was a really oh. special, special time. Yeah. Wow, that brings tears That's to beautiful. my eyes. beautiful. Me too. That's really beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And Garrett, you said he played sports growing up. Yeah. Right. And then what was it that he had? So he had aplastic anemia. That's right. uh, that was the initial diagnosis. And we found out through sports. So he was a senior in high school and he's about 6'3". So he's oh, kind of wow. like the perfect height for everything. He went to his first scrimmage. He's quarterback of the football team. And they were like, oh, you need to go because he didn't have his physical. And so we both had to go to the base, to the flight surgeon to get our physicals. And he had all this really abnormal bruising, like just like not the normal color. And so uh, the doctor was really concerned and they ran all these tests and found out that he had aplastic anemia so he wasn't allowed from then on to really play any contact sports which was devastating for him because that's all he played so seeing that journey and then he he went through treatment for aplastic anemia went through remission and then when he got sick again he then had myelodysplasia so his body didn't really produce any healthy blood cells they were all abnormal so that's when the doctors came to him and my parents and said, you know, you need a bone marrow transplant. And that started our journey uh, with this community is, is seeing how little information was out there. But also, you know, my brother was part Thai, part Caucasian. There weren't a lot of Asians in the National Bone Marrow Registry. So trying to really embrace and rally that community because they're a very proud private community. It's been amazing the work that is that has happened and you know to really support him. I mean, when I was there at the doctor's appointment when we found out that he needed a bone marrow transplant and to see, you know, your hero just break down the way he did. He had a one year old son at the time. And that was really hard, but it just shifted my focus, just like, you know, us as athletes, it's like, okay, what's, what are my deficiencies or what do I need to get better at or how can I improve myself? And I just was like, I'm going to figure out how to help them. Like, I can't physically heal him, but, you know, we weren't sure if insurance was going to cover his procedure. I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, mm-hmm. but... I was able to get in front of a lot of people and we raised funds for him, but, but for other causes and we're passing out information of how people could get registered in the national bone marrow registry. That was kind of the catalyst for my foundation. This is the connection with insight and it's very personal for me and that we can, like we talked about earlier, help more families. I love that. I mean, and I, I feel it. It's like you feel it from you, but I just love how much like the work that you're doing with that and honoring your brother and keeping his memory alive and 
It's so true because it's so sad with all these rare diseases and when people just don't know where to go to get help. And it's just, it's so sad that, you know, we have all these resources, but people can feel so lost. So it's amazing that you're doing this. And I'm so happy that we can share it on our platform because I'm sure people listening now, you know, know someone who needs that help. Yeah. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump 
from the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Well, Mia, um, we always love to end all of our episodes with some inspiration affirmations. So is there any motto or quote that you live by that you would like to leave with our listeners? All right. I guess, you know, there is a a juice place here, Sun Life, and I don't promote them. You do? (laughs) Yeah, we love them. So I wear a hat a lot from Ben. I just love it. It says, be here now. And whenever you walk in, they also write on my chalkboard, uh, don't ask us what the Wi-Fi code is. We don't have one. Like, Oh, I love that. Have a conversation with someone like that's there. You know, call your mom and, you know, be here now. I think it's just about being present. You know, as a mom, it's really important. Like you, you want to protect your kids all the time. But the best way you can really help them is by being present. Mm-hmm. And so I have to tell myself that a lot because I worry about like, oh, what could happen tomorrow? Or mm-hmm. what do I have to do five weeks from now? Rather than just really kind of being where your feet are and just tackling what you have that moment for that day. Yeah. Wow. Mia, you're still that. inspiring us. Yes. We're going to be 40 and it's like you've been inspiring us our whole lives. So yeah. thank you for that. That's a beautiful quote. Beautiful. And yet so true. And what so we all true. need nowadays, especially with technology. And now that the holidays are coming up, it's like you really have to be here now because we yeah. can get so lost in the chaos and making sure it's all perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's it, it's true. I yeah. love that. Oh, well, Mia, thank you so much for coming thank on the podcast you. and talking to us. Was really you, I appreciate check it. Check the bucket list. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank awesome. you all. Take thank care. Thank you. You too. Bye. 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 Well, Nicole, have your dreams come true? You know, I am going into 40. And by the time this drops, I will be newly 40. And it was a great birthday gift, I have to tell you. And I just want to remind everyone, because as you heard, it was just so close to Mia's heart. To find out more about Mia's work off the field, head to gvhdnow.com and then also check out what she does with Insight. And you can follow her on Instagram as well, at Mia Ham, and she will constantly be talking about this and to see yeah. all this cool stuff she still does nowadays. Right. I mean, true legend. How cool was it to hear about like all the Michael Jordan stuff? And- Incredible. And, just and like, then her connection with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And I was very happy to know that. And I think I remember this now, but they also do the Michelle Akers run. Do you remember that? I would lose sleep the night before. Like I would almost vomit nightmares. before I heard the first beep. When she said the beeps, I go, oh my God, how did I forget about the beeps? I know. Because you had to keep up with the beeps. I remember it. The beeps were, that's I think what would be in my nightmares yeah. is the beeps. But I will say it did keep us in incredible shape and I felt like there was a lot of times we beat other teams because our soccer team was had so much endurance and 
there'd be so many girls so tired at the end of the game and we would just keep hammering down that field. So right. there's something to the Michelle Akers run. No, there is. And, you, you know, I would be very curious, actually, if the Angel City FC, a team in the National Women's Soccer League, if they do the Michelle Akers run. Because, well, you know, Mia Hamm's part owner in that. Yeah. So, And you know what else I really wanted to ask her? But, you know, it's hard to, like, get your questions in, right? You get so excited. But I wanted to say, what did the locker room say when Brandy Chastain took off oh her shirt? Oh my God, how'd you not think I kept trying that. to fit it she in, but I didn't want to interrupt. But I was like, I just wanted to know what all, if all the girls in the locker room, like, is everyone really freaking out over this? Like, you remember the or, whole world was like, how Or if they her? were like, OMG, can't believe you did that. Oh, I'm bummed you didn't ask that. I wanted to ask. And I wanted to ask if she I still guess. keeps we'll in. we'll just have to have her back on the show. I know. And I also wanted to ask, like, are you on group text with everyone? Do you guys still text? Oh, yeah. Like, Brie, how Those are you? Those were my two no. lingering questions. Well, you could have butted in. I know. I wanted more time. I but do have okay. to say the whole Shawn Michaels connection is amazing. I wanted to tell her, I go, I think it's you. When you're around these men, you make them legends. Yeah, Shawn right. Michaels, Honest. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right? She has that oh. touch. All right, everyone. Well, what an incredible episode. Truly blessed. Um, So, Brie, who's left on the bucket list that we want to bring on the podcast? Because I feel like, I guess the more we say it, they're coming. I know. We have Taylor Swift. Hopefully, we'll get after the Eras yeah, tour. Yeah, you know, just Taylor Swift, Angelina Jolie, Jolie and okay. Oprah. Angelina Jolie, and we could talk about world issues. And then Oprah, let's talk about spirituality. Spirituality and also how... Ask her for tips on how we get our talk show on air. Okay. (laughs) All right, women. You heard it, ladies. So come on the Nikki and Bree show. I see everyone always put this meme in my comments when I, it's me like from Total Bell is saying, um, I'm manifesting that. Put that meme everywhere because I'm manifesting that. that. I am manifesting that. All right, everyone. You all have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Nikki and Bree show and Bree. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for, Nicole. I know tomorrow when we're in our circle holding hands saying, what are you thankful for? I am going to tell everyone I am very grateful for me and him. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when you show a lot of gratitude, it's amazing what pops up. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy friends and family. Reach out to people that you feel like have no family or friends or maybe sitting at home alone. Remember, holidays can also be tough for others and yet great for a lot of us. So... Reach out to those people. Everyone, enjoy your time together. Please be safe. Don't drink and drive. And have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.